You're listening to the Life in Christ Church Podcast, your place for life-changing messages that will build your faith and propel your life. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? So we've been talking about the believer's authority. Uh, last week, we talked about winning in your thought life. The week before that, we talked about the believer's authority and, and how we have authority, right, uh, to, have, to be able to have dominion on this earth uh, over thoughts, over situations, over circumstances that exalt themselves against the knowledge of Christ. Uh, authority is something that's delegated. So in other words, ourselves, we don't have power, but we've been delegated authority. What do I mean by that? You know, a police officer out in the street lifts his hand to stop traffic. It's not because he's strong and has power. He has the power to stop the car. Nothing to do with that. We stop because of the authority that's on his life and who's backing him, right? The government's backing him, so we recognize the authority that's been given to him, so we stop the car. But if I go out there to lift my hand, they'll blow right past me because I don't have the authority to do that. So we have been given authority from God, right, to be able to win in life. Praise the Lord. And so Pastor Mark Hankin said it this way. He said, the believer's authority is not just available, it's necessary in these last days. And so we need to develop in these things. And one of the biggest ways the devil comes against us is in our minds. Joyce Meyer calls it the battlefield of the mind. Uh, and so a lot of people are struggling. A lot of people start out in the right direction with great want to but no ability to push through when challenges arise, when thoughts arise contrary to what they're wanting to achieve. And so we need to learn how to handle those thoughts. A lot of people start out well, but it's not how you start, it's how you finish. You know, you could start out great, but as soon as resistance uh, is applied or as soon as a thought comes your way that's contrary to where you're headed, uh, a lot of times people collapse. And so, but we need to learn how to handle these thoughts. Uh, most people think that they can't control their thoughts. We talked about this last week, which is a little recap right now. But you can control your thoughts. You know, you can't control a bird from flying over your head, but you can control it from building a nest in your hair. So in other words, you know, I can't control a thought from coming. You're right. But I can control how long it sticks around. And too many people just let any old thought that comes stick around as long as they want, right? As long as it wants. And they, they, they think about it and they meditate on it. Uh, and it causes problems in their lives. Uh, you know, the devil's not just content to stay put in one area. You know, you let him in, you start thinking wrong, and you know you shouldn't be thinking about it. But you just kind of let him hang out. Next thing you know, he's hanging out over here too. And next thing you know, he's over here now. And next thing you know, you have a big problem on your hands, right? And so it's important to shut him down on the onset. Right? As soon as he even peeks his face, you slam the door right, immediately. You don't allow him to linger. You don't allow thoughts that, 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 that don't come from God right, to linger. And so we talked a bit about that because Proverbs 23, 7, write that down, Proverbs 23, 7, says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Another translation states, as a man thinks in his heart, so does he become. So in other words, your thoughts are very important. Your thoughts are tied to your destiny, right? So what you think is what you will become. So that's vital. What you're thinking on is what you'll become. So, I mean, that helps me because if I start thinking things that I don't want to become, I shut it down immediately. That's kind of like a gauge for me. If I start going down that path, um, I like what Joy says. She says, where the mind goes, the man follows. Where the mind goes, the man follows. You start going there in your mind, it won't be long before you find yourself in that situation in the natural. It won't be long. 
That's how people end up doing things they, don't, they, they shouldn't be doing. They thought it, it starts with a thought. And they allowed it to kind of fester, and they allow it to fester. And next thing you know, they're acting out what they thought. It doesn't, people don't just wake up robbing a bank. They've thought about it time and time again. They don't just wake up in a bed they shouldn't be in. They've thought about it time and time again. And so these things start to grow and start to, to, to take a, a life of its own. Um, so if you're thinking negatively, if that's the route you're on, it won't end well. Stinking thinking equals stinking life. Write that down. Stinking thinking equals stinking life. Very important here. Your mind is, 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 is really where it all starts. So that's a little recap of what we talked about. If you haven't already listened to the previous two messages, I highly recommend you go back there on YouTube, Facebook, uh, on the podcast. You can download the podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, I think something like 43 states. People from 43 different states have tuned into our podcast. What? 43 different states have tuned into the podcast. I think something like 15 different nations of the world have tuned into our podcast. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. People are hungry. That's what I'm trying to tell you. People are hungry. People want these things. And so thank God God has put a church like this here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It ain't me. I'm not talking about, I'm grateful to be here. I'm learning too. I'm growing and, and I'm getting around people that, are, that, are, that, that want the same thing that I I want. Man, that, that's exciting to me. And so I'm glad that there's a group of people that want to go in that direction, that are tired of dead religion, that are tired of 25-minute messages, that are tired of seeker-friendly talks. You want a TED Talk? Watch a TED Talk. But I want power. Come on. I want the power of God. Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with a TED Talk. Go do what you got to do. But I want power. Praise the Lord. I want to see miracles, signs, and wonders. I want to see people restored and set free and delivered. I don't want just go to church and go around the same mountain year after year, nothing changing, nothing happening, but I'm just, my church is cool, we sing kumbaya, and we, you know, we, we're good, great, you know, great bait, good cookie sale, but nothing's happening, you know what I mean, uh, not here, I refuse, if that happens, we shut this whole thing down, I ain't coming back, come out, <laughs> praise the Lord, <laughs> I like preaching to you guys, 2 Corinthians, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. He said, oh, yeah. <laughs> Good to have you here, Justin. Good to have you here. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 to 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. Somebody say mighty in God. Mighty in God. For the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself, against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Okay, we're going to dissect this a little bit here. So that first part there, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So in other words, God says you're the righteousness of God in Christ and you're made acceptable in Him, right? Uh, that's, that is the knowledge that originates and comes from God. The voice of the enemy says, you're not righteous. You don't behave righteous. In fact, you should be ashamed of yourself. Again and again, the devil strikes your mind and emotions. So you have God's word saying one thing and the devil coming to you with, with, with something on, uh, that's contrary to what's in the word. That's how the devil operates. He'll, he'll try to hit you with a lie and continue to hammer you with that lie. And a lot of times, 
it's a lie in the sense that it's not true, but maybe you've done something that, that, that maybe isn't necessarily the right thing, but the devil will come and say, you're, you're, you're not righteous. You go to Life in Christ Church and you're acting like that? Who do you think you are? You should never even go back to that church. They're going to know that you're a hypocrite. How I many you know the devil talks like that to people? That's how the devil talks to you. He'll have you thinking everybody's going to judge you and everybody's going to throw stones at you because you're a no good nothing, right? You've made so many mistakes in your life. Man, they're not going to let you do anything. They know who you are. The devil is a liar, right? And so the Bible says that we're to take, we're to cast down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God is what? You're righteous, right? You're made in his image. And the lie, the thing that is trying to exalt itself is that you're no good. You should be ashamed of yourself, right? And so he'll continue to strike your mind and emotions with thoughts and feelings of condemnation, guilt, and worthlessness, in those moments, listen to this, in those moments, the voice you choose to listen to, believe, and act on will determine your experience. The voice that you listen to in that moment will determine your reality. It'll determine what you experience in the future. So if I believe that I'm unworthy and that I'm not righteous, I'm now going to experience that in my own life, and that's going to turn into a pity party. I'm going to turn into a victim. You're going to hear a whine in my voice. Come on. That's going to be my reality. But if I choose to believe, no, 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 I'm the righteousness of God. I'm in right standing with God, not based upon my behavior, but based upon what Jesus has done on the cross. Come on. I, I plead the blood. I ask for forgiveness. I repent. Thank you, Father, that you are merciful and you are good. That is now my reality. Now I can come boldly before the throne room of God. I can come with confidence knowing that he hears me. You see how the two different realities, you'll experience one of the two based upon what you allow your mind to, to do and what you believe. So you cannot allow yourself to believe the lies of the enemy. You cannot. You cannot. You, 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 you will struggle if you believe the lie of the enemy. The devil is the father of all lies. He is a liar. He's incapable of telling the truth. He'll tell you to do something, and once you do it, he'll kick you while you're down. That's what he does. Well, go do that. You're like, okay, you stupid. Well, you told me to do it. You know, that's the kind of devil that he is. He'll stab you in the back the first chance he gets. And listen, I'm not, you know, anytime you talk about spiritual warfare or things like this, you know, people have a tendency to get a little spooky sometimes too. I, I, I'm not trying to overemphasize the devil's power. Right? People can kind of get, there's a devil behind every corner, and, and, and the spirit of this, and the spirit of that, and, 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 and they're so conscious of the devil's power, and, and they magnify his power, right, that, that, that they become consumed by that. No, you need to be consumed with God's power. Come on, you need to be consumed with his ability, his might, his, 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 his weapons that he's given you. Focus on that. Focus on that. Don't, don't go focus on the Leviathan spirit and, 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 and the dog spirit and the cat spirit and this spirit. Focus on God's power and that, that, that stuff will take care of itself. I'm telling you. Because people magnify the devil and live in that world and it, and it becomes spooky. Under every rock there's a devil. Yes, yes, the devil is real. Yes, he has power. Yes. And he will whoop you if you fight him in the natural. He'll whoop you every single time. But if you fight him with spiritual weapons, come on, if you use the weapons that God has given you and the authority that he's given you, you'll whoop him every time. I don't care how many spirits show up or what happens. It does not matter. Right? 
So don't allow yourself to go down that because in the, in the body of Christ, it's big. I had one pastor tell me, you know, there was witches in the service and I couldn't preach because they were coming against me. You can bring the, all the witches in Lancaster in here. It won't stop a thing because the anointing of God destroys every yoke and every burden. Come on. They can't do a thing. All right, in the name of G, every one of them will shut up right away or, or, or start running because I have power that's greater than their power. Come on. Amen. Praise the Lord. You, all the witches you want. So when this pastor's telling me that, I'm like, what are you talking about? But he's consumed in this whole, you know, the spirits are against me and this and that. Yeah, yeah but, but you, you greater power on the inside of you, man. The power that raised Jesus uh, from the dead lives on the inside of you. More are for you than those that are against you. Come on, no, I don't care how many wicked forces come against you. You, you have the ability to destroy them. And so uh, that's what I want you to focus on. That's what I want you to see. Don't allow people to take you down that path because it happens all the time. So casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God is rejecting the enemy's lies and believing the truth of God's word. So whatever God says about you in his word is the truth. Amen. Whatever you read in the word of God, that is the truth. I don't care what anybody else says. I don't care what your therapist says, what your counselor says, what the song says. does not matter. What the Bible says, that is what is, that's the truth. Listen, I'm not against counseling. I'm not even against medication. But if you put your faith in that, if you believe that that is your answer, you, you, you won't see the fullness of God's blessing in this area. Listen, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm not trying to tell you to get off your medication. I'm not trying to tell you to do any of that. I'm just presenting to you a higher way of doing things. Come on, a higher way. Of, and when and if you do choose to do these things, this will be available and it will work for you. Amen. Come on. Say it will work for me. And I understand people at different stages and they're working through some things. And that's cool. That's fine. But start working towards the more excellent way. Amen. Start, start working towards, you know, operating according to God's law and God's principles. That is the highest form of living. Uh, you know, there's divine healing, which is wonderful. You're sick, you pray, you get healed. But then there's divine health, where you're walking in a divine health, where, 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 where disease will try to touch you and it'll just shrivel up and die, right? Because so much of the life of God is on the inside of you. That, come on, that, that it cannot, it cannot, it cannot thrive or live anywhere near you. Amen. That's a higher way of living. That's a higher way of doing things. And so that's what I'm after. Praise the Lord. That's what we're after here. How many say, that's what I'm after? That's what I want, right? That's what we're headed towards. And this is for every area of your life. There's a higher way of doing things. Every area, there's a higher way in your finances. There's a higher way in your relationships. There's a higher way of doing things in your mind and in your health. Come on, favor. That's a higher way of living than try to manipulate and try to do it. No, I believe in the favor of God and the doors are open up unto me. Praise the Lord right so the more excellent way praise the Lord and so man I'm excited about this because I believe we're raising up people that are going to walk in the highest form of life amen living from their spirits led by the Lord knowing who they are in Christ operating in their weapons come on hallelujah praise the Lord praise God Woo, man praise the Lord <laughs> that part the second part here bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ Bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. The phrase bringing into captivity in Greek is the word, it's too hard to pronounce. But listen to this, this is from Rick Renner, a scholar in the Greek, knows his Greek. I'm telling you, this, this guy knows his stuff. He says this. 
He says, bringing into captivity in the Greek is this word, which pictures a soldier who has captured an enemy and leads him into captivity with the point of a sharpened spear thrusted into his back. The captive does not dare resist, but is silent, submissive, and non-resistant. The word can also mean to force one into obedience, submission, and slavery, to bring under control, or to lead into captivity. The use of this word tells us that when wrong thoughts come against our mind, come on, we need to take the sharpened sword of the Spirit, God's word, and thrust it against the enemy. That is, you need to open up your mouth and say to the thought and the spirit behind the thought, you're not going to dictate what I think and believe. Say that with me. Devil, you're not going to dictate what I think nor what I believe. Amen. So when thoughts come, that picture that I see is a soldier, a Roman soldier, right? Literally taking a prisoner by the, by the tip of the spear. Come on, move, 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 and throwing him into captivity. So when that thought comes, we're to take the word, literally, and take that thought by, and, and, and point that sword to him. Come on, thought. Come on, thought. Get in there. Get in there in, in the jail. Come on. I'm not allowing you to hang out. You're going right into captivity. Come on. That thought is not going to grow. It's not going to go further down the road. It's going straight into jail, straight into the dungeon. And the only way you're going to be able to do it is by the tip of the, the, the Word of God. That's the, the sword of the Spirit, right? And so you need to know the Word of God, right? You need to know what to say in these situations. You cannot fight thoughts with thoughts. You need to fight thoughts with words. And words, the, the highest form of words is the Word of God. So when you speak the Word of God to that thought, you know, I, I, I get thoughts that come to me. Um, you know, you're not going to make it. You know, you, 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 know you, you, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. Or even before, like, you know, I come out of drugs and, and addiction and, you know, I, I didn't finish school. I, I didn't finish the Marine Corps. I didn't finish anything I started. I never finished. That was, that was the, I, Joe starts well, but he never finishes. And so, you know, in the back of my mind, who am I to think that I can pastor a church? Who am I to think that I can lead in the body of Christ? You, you, and the devil will start to hammer me with thoughts that you're no good. You know, who are you? Who's going to want you? And just peppering me with thoughts, hitting me with thoughts. And, I, you know, if I allow those things to happen, you know, it'll lead to what? Depression. That's how people end up depressed. They allow thoughts to linger. They allow thoughts to linger. Lies from the pit of hell. Absolute lies. And you know what's crazy? I'll say that to someone, and they'll be like, what? You think that, Joe? Come on, man. Wake up, man. And they see things I don't see. A lot of times people see things that, that you don't see because you're believing lies, right? Uh, people told me, people talk to me about their situation. I'm like, man, you think that, man? With all the potential you have, you're articulate, you're smart, man. You, you have a lot going for you. You really believe that? Because the enemy is persistent and he knows the the, the the buttons to push he knows you he's, he's been around you your whole life he knows he knows exactly what buttons to push and I've, I've just made up my mind I'm, I'm not gonna allow him to torment me anymore come on I'm not gonna allow him to, to, to build lies and and to build because the Bible calls them strongholds because if you believe it for too long it'll form what's called a stronghold a stronghold is just what it sounds like it's a fortified place a place that's supposed to keep other things out or keep something in from getting out and so what he's trying to get, when he builds a stronghold, he's trying to keep the truth from coming in. And he's trying to keep the lie from getting out. That's what he does when he forms a stronghold. But we have the ability, come on, by the weapons of God, which is his word, to cast them down. And we looked at that word, or to pull them down, and we looked at that word, pull down, it just, bit by bit, pulling it down until there's nothing left. Amen. And so I believe as we're learning these things, as we're developing these things, uh, God is going to show 
us strongholds that have been formed in our minds and, and by his help and his power, not our own help, not our own strength, but by his help and his power, we're going to pull down every single stronghold that the enemy has built in your mind. Amen. Every one of them. I declare every single stronghold in your mind is coming down as you yield to the spirit, as you learn, as you grow, as you utilize this, every single one will be cast down in Jesus' name. If you believe that, shout amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, just finish up here. This word can also mean to force one into obedience, submission, slavery, to bring under control, lead into captivity. The use of this word tells us that when wrong thoughts come against our mind, just going to reiterate this, we need to take the sharpened sword of the Spirit, God's Word. So it's important. This, this point, we kind of glossed over it when I was preaching, but you need to study His Word. You need to, if you're struggling in an area, whatever it may be, if you're struggling with who you are, and a lot of times the number one thing the devil will come after you uh, on is, is, is your image, right? Who you are, your identity. He'll come after your identity. That's the number one thing he usually comes after first is your identity because if he's got you there, man, he's got you. If you, if you don't recognize who you actually are, he's got you. If you don't know that you're a child of the most high God, you're born, come on, you're, you're blessed, you're blood-bought. If you don't know these things, if you don't know who you are in Christ, Man, you'll struggle. You'll struggle. And, and so that's why, you know, we teach these things in Christ, who you are. Pastor Mark is the best teacher in the world on in Christ, your identification. Uh, books, we've, we've had them. We'll get them. You need to go online, study this even more, fortify this area. But you need to know what God says. So anyway, if, if you're struggling in that area, go find every scripture on who you are in Christ. Every single scripture on who you are in Christ. Make a list and start pumping them into your brain. Start pumping them out of your mouth into your brain. Now you're going to form a stronghold, but a good stronghold. You're going to form one that has the truth and the enemy and the lies will not penetrate because you have a wall and a well-fortified stronghold already in your brain and I, I know who I am. Amen. Devil, you can't lie to me. You can't tell me anything. I know that my Bible tells me I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, uh, come on. I'm in Christ. Behold, all things have become new and everything old has passed away. Those are the kind of scriptures you need to be quoting, right? And so anything you're struggling in, find scriptures and apply those scriptures. That's, that's how you lead a thought away captive by, by speaking the word that pertains to that situation. Oh, you'll be broke all your life. You'll never amount to anything. You'll be in lack your whole life. You'll struggle your whole life. Then you need to find verses in the Bible that say, I'm a giver. I'm a tither. The windows of heaven are opened over my life. I sow generously, so I'll reap generously. I'll lack no good or beneficial thing in my house. I have more than enough. Come on. I'm a blessing on this earth. I'm a distribution center. I never lack for money. I never lack for ability. I never lack for opportunity. The doors are opened unto me. I serve a, a God who owns all the cattle on a thousand hills. Come on, you start talking like this, you start to reverse the lie. Amen. But that's the only way you're going to do it. You can't do it with, with, with Prozac. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. I'm serious. I, listen, I'm not knocking these things. I, I know some people are working through but I'm just saying, if you put your faith in that and you think things are going to change with that, I'm telling you, it, it ain't going to change. It, you'll struggle. You'll live at a low level. Uh, and so I just want to, don't, I'm not trying to connect. If you're on that, I was on that for years. I was on all kinds of, but I'm just trying to help you that there's a more excellent way available. That's all I'm telling you. Uh, and so just keep that in your mind. When and if you want to go down that route, man, God is ready to help you. These things will work for you. It does not matter what the enemy has told you if you'll start to apply the ship will start to turn amen 
A ship will start to turn. So identity, uh, one more scripture here, Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. And then we'll wrap it up. We'll unhook. I have a lot more, but we'll unhook and we'll, we'll, we'll pick up next week. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 and 12. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Somebody say, power of his might. Power of his might. Power of his might. So you see power of his might. And then when we just read 2 Corinthians chapter 10, it says, uh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. So our weapons are in God. And then Paul is telling us to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So he's directing us to God, right? Not in our own flesh. I just want to remind you, it's not in your own strength or your own ideas. Your power lies in God. Come on, in the Lord, in his, in his ways of doing things. That's where your power lies. That's where you're going to see the victory. That's where you're going to see the second part of this come to pass. Verse 11 says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So what does that mean, the wiles of the devil? Wiles mean a trick or a strategy intended to ensnare or deceive. So when you do things God's way, you'll avoid the strategies and the tricks that the devil is intending to ensnare or deceive you. Now when you do things in your own way, right, in our own flesh, our own reasoning, You'll be ensnared, you'll be tricked, come on, all of these things that you're supposed, that, that you'll avoid by, by operating according to God's way, you'll fall into. That's why it's dangerous to do things on your own. That's why it's dangerous to, to look to man to solve your problems. And listen, I, I'm not against counseling, but some of them will screw you up more than, than what you already are. Because you're trying to do things according to the arm of the flesh, there's no power, no anointing, no nothing that's going to actually help you. But if you'll go to someone who's anointed, who can help you and walk you through some things, come on, then you'll be able to, to stand against the wiles of the enemy, which are the, the deceptions of the enemy. But if you just go try to do it on your own, you'll be deceived in some areas. They don't have the power to, uh, to help you become undeceived or to help you navigate what the, the, the traps of the enemy. You see what I'm saying here? And I want to avoid the traps and the ensnares of the, the, of the enemy. And that's what he's after. He's after trying to take me out. He's after trying to take you out, right? The devil comes to do three things, kill, steal, and destroy. That's what he's after. That's what he's after. And I declare as we lay hold of these things, not one of us shall be killed, destroyed. Come on, amen. Not one of us shall be stolen from, amen. Every single one of us will stand and see the victory that Jesus died for us to have. Every single person under the sound of my voice, I declare the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. I declare your path is getting brighter and brighter, better and better. I declare you're going from victory to victory. I declare you will stand and fight and win. You're not fighting from, uh, for victory. You're fighting from a position of victory in Jesus' name. Listen, you are called, you are called to battle. You're called to fight, but you're destined to win. Amen. This fight is not a, a fight where, well, let's see what happens. No, if you just get in the ring and swing, you won. It's yours. He's a defeated foe, right? This isn't, he's already been whooped, but you have to stand and fight. You have to stand and fight. Amen. And so uh, let's finish up that scripture here and then we'll wrap it up. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness, uh, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness 
in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand. Therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Every single fiery dart of the wicked one. Verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the sword, which is the word of God. Verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So next week, I believe we're going to talk about the armor of God. And how important that is and, and what it actually is and how we're to apply it and how, how we're to utilize this because uh, that, that's where your victory is going to lie. You, you need to understand these things and you need to, 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 to get this in your spirit uh, because, man, I, you know, one of the things that really saddens my heart is that Christians going around the same mountain year after year. Not seeing any victory, struggling, living on just getting by street. You know what I mean? Nothing's really changing. Love the Lord, though. Love God. Good people. You know what I mean? Wholesome people, but just not really seeing any victory, you know? Uh, and so I, I believe that we're, we're going to see victory where we've never seen victory before in our lives. I really believe that. I believe that God is helping us in these things. God has given us revelation and, and, and grace and strength to, to start to make adjustments and tweaks where we've struggled for years. But, but no longer shall we struggle in these areas. I believe the anointing is getting greater in this place. And the anointing is what destroys the bondage, destroys the yoke, right? And so just keep coming. Keep showing up. Keep getting under the anointing. Keep, keep getting this into your spirit. Keep, keep growing and keep stretching. Uh, you know, I would just want to encourage you. Every day we need to renew our minds. We're talking about the mind, right? The Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah, well, the Bible doesn't say... You just do it once daily. We need to do it daily, every single day. Renewing your mind is not an event. It's a process, right? It's every day, getting in the Word, reading the Word. You know, I've told you the story before. You know, when my wife and I, let's say we're having a heated discussion, right? We're arguing or whatever. Uh, and, and so, you know, I'm feeling some kind of way. If I'll step away and get in the Word and start to read my love scriptures, right? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is, love is one says, uh, patience with imperfect people. So I like that one. <laughs> Use it on me. Um, and so one version does say that. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I read that and, and literally the Word will start to make adjustments on the inside. It'll start to make tweaks. It'll start to chisel off hard places, places where I've allowed to get hard towards her in an argument. And you start to get, oh, I'm right. And, and the word will, will, will literally soften my heart, and I'll come out, baby, I'm so sorry. But the word did that, right? The, the power of the word did that. And that's, that's renewing my mind in that area where I, I was thinking one way, but, but the word changed my thinking and then changed, that in turn changed my actions, right? Only the word can do that. The, the Bible says that the, the word of God is, is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. This is a breathing thing, the word of God. It's alive and it will literally change you, adjust you, and you need to be adjusted every day. I don't care how long you 
you've been walking with God every single day you need to be adjusted and so make sure that you're renewing your mind listening to tapes getting it on the inside of you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already there are dozens of messages on there that we preach Facebook YouTube have them um, but podcast probably the best way you can you can watch it you can listen to it in the car uh, and 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 get it on the inside of you because the Bible says a strong spirit will sustain a man in times of trouble. And the way you feed and strengthen your spirit is by what? Feeding it. Feeding it. Uh, and so if you're collapsing when trouble comes, it's because your spirit's weak. And so it's important that you're developing in these things. Amen? Amen. Did you get something out of that this morning? Amen. Praise the Lord. If you would, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. I never like to end a, a service without giving uh, people an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So if you would, every head bowed, no moving around, please. Every head bowed, every eye closed, please. If you're in this place and you've never accepted Jesus into your heart as Lord and Savior, today is your day. Do not leave here without doing that. Because if you were to put your head on the pillow tonight and your life would be required of you, you'll either go to heaven or you'll go to hell. God sends no one to hell. He wants you to go to heaven, but you have to make that decision. You have to make things right with him. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9, and 10 that if you'll confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. It's a very simple but powerful prayer. You don't have to change anything right now. People think that they have to make the adjustments. They have to get clean before they come to God. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. You come to him exactly the way you are. And he will help you change. He'll help you make the adjustments. He'll help you make the, 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 the tweaks. He'll help you get delivered. Whatever you're dealing with, God will help you. Don't do it on your own. You cannot do it on your own. It does not matter what you've done or what you haven't done. If you'll come with a repentant heart, God will help you. God will be merciful and gracious. He loves you. He wants to help you. He's got a plan and a purpose for your life greater than anything you've ever imagined. But you have to take that first step. You have to say, Lord, I'm here. I, I, I desire to have a relationship with you. Because if you're not 100% sure that you'd be going to heaven, today is your day to be 100% sure. And the only way to do that is by praying and receiving him into your heart. Being a good person is great. Going to church is great doing good deeds, all of that's wonderful, but none of that will get you to heaven. You have to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. So if you're in this place and you say, Pastor, I want you to pray with me. I want to know 100% sure. I want to be 100% sure that heaven will be my eternal home. If you're in here on the count of three, I want you to slip up your hand to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to be sure. I want to make things right with God. Or if you're here and you've prayed that prayer, but you've fallen away, you're not as hungry as you used to. You're, you haven't had a relationship with the Lord like you used to. You want to come back to Him. You want to make things right. You want to serve Him like you once did. You want to go all in once again. God is the God of second, third, fourth, fifth chances. He loves you. Reconcile with Him. So if you're in any one of those two categories, on the count of three, I want you to slip up your hand, hold it up real high. Say, Pastor, pray with me. Ready? One, two, three. I see that hand. Anybody else say, Pastor, pray with me. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks. Don't worry about uh, you know, time, anything like that. This is your moment to make things right. Anybody else say, Pastor, pray with me. Slip up your hand real high. Don't leave here without making sure. 
If you lifted up your hand, I want you to come to the front quickly. Come to the front. If you lifted up your hand, step out. I want to pray with you. Give them a round of applause. They come. Come right up here. Come right up here, Samantha. Thank you so much. Anybody else say, Pastor, pray with me. All right, here's what we're going to do, guys. Lift your hands. Close your eyes. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for saving me. I recommit my life to you. I want to serve you. I desire to go all in. I ask for your mercy. And I repent of all my sin. And I ask for your forgiveness. Cleanse me. Wash me. Deliver me. Set me free. I am hungry for you. I want everything you have for me. I thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness that follow me all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good, awesome decision. Bless you, Samantha. Lori, love you so much. Glad. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glad you're here. Really glad. Amen. Yeah, amen. It's a good step. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, you know we know them, and they decided, you know what, we're, we're going back all in. Praise the Lord. You know, it takes courage to do that. It takes courage. And so I believe God will honor that step, and God will help them and strengthen them. And if you prayed that prayer online, welcome you to join us at Life in Christ Church if you need a home church or if you live anywhere else. Uh, it's important that you plug into a good church, reach out to us online, help you find one. And listen, if you're here and you didn't pray that prayer, I want to encourage you to rewatch this or pray it when you go home. You don't, want to, you don't want to go day after day without, I feel like there was somebody else, but you don't want to continue to go day after day without making things right with God. God is so good and so merciful and so patient. So today we're going to enjoy a feast after service. Everybody's invited. We're going to have a good time of fellowship and eating. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for coming. God is helping us in some areas. If you're looking for a home church, I believe God will speak to you about whether this is your home church. We'll have an all-in class next month. If you've been coming and you feel like this is your home church and you want to go all-in, you want to serve, you want to get involved, that'll be next month. We'll have the dates here shortly. Lift your hands up to heaven. I pray a blessing over you. Father, I pray a blessing over every person under the sound of my voice. And we declare that we decide to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And in turn, I declare no plague shall come near their dwelling. I declare the angels of God are encamped around them, lest they dash their foot against a stone. I declare the favor of God surrounds you as with a shield. Everywhere you go, favor with God and with man. I thank you, Father, that you're opening up effectual doors unto every person here to fulfill their destiny and their calling. And not one person, not one person's life shall be cut short. Every person under the sound of my voice shall fulfill their destiny. They shall fulfill the call of God upon their lives. 
And Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're showing us things, that you're helping us this morning. And by your grace, we're doers of the word. And we will see results. We will see fruit in our lives. We thank you, Father, that mercy and goodness follow us all the days of our lives. And I declare the blessing of the Lord upon each and every person here, the blessing that makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. I thank you, Father, that you are good, you are merciful, and we declare your mercy endures forever. Thank you, Lord, for everything you've done here this morning. We give you the glory in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Life in Christ Church podcast. Help us to continue to share the message of faith with those all over the world. Visit licchurch.com forward slash give to partner with us today.